0: Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, a show for the most passionate fan base in the NBA. White, a the jab steps,
1: comes up shooting top three, bam,
0: put him in the Hall of Fame. Your number one source for Chicago Bulls news and stories. What more, what
1: more y'all want me to prove, man? Levine with the.
0: Jordan Malley and Matt Peck dive into the best Bulls news and stories around the NBA. Jordan Malley. Jordan, great to see you. Through our 670 Wait, score scope, yep. Where is he? And it's right over there, Bill. Joining me now, Matt Peck. Locked On Bulls podcast, producing podcasts left and right, even in the offseason. On Twitter, at Locked On Bulls, at Jordan C. Malley, and at Bulls underscore Peck. I don't have Twitter. I don't do anything like that. And I love what you guys do with the show. I listen to every episode. You guys are one of the best podcasts, period. Y'all keep and what you do best, I love you guys. So, kick back, relax, and get ready for the best hour of your day. It's it's, it's raw, you can just see the vibe. Locked on Bulls starts now. Here are your hosts, Jordan Malley and Matt Peck. Okay, cool. I was hoping it wasn't one of those knucklehead programs. What's up and welcome into Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jordan Malley, along with me is Matt Peck. Follow us on Twitter at Jordan C. Malley, at Bulls underscore Peck, and at Locked On Bulls. Hit us up on our text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Drop your text, your voicemails, anything you got for us at 331-979-1369. Today's episode is brought to you by Build Bar. Build Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to buildbar.com and use the promo code LOCK15 You get 15% off your next order Matt welcome back happy Friday to you was great to see the Bulls pick up yet another win although they made it very interesting at the end Bulls are on a winning streak man it's nice to go into the weekend after a tough losing streak over the last couple of weeks Bulls are perfect this week it's nice to see how are you first and foremost before we get into the game
1: Jordan, what's going on, man? What's up Bulls nation, Uh, man, even just a three game winning streak just feels good. Um, You can add the context if you want, you can, uh, you know, undercut the accomplishment if you want saying Brooklyn, Indy, and definitely Toronto who only dressed eight guys have all been shorthanded in these bulls wins, but you know what that that's, you know, that's how it goes. Um, when you get to the end of the season and you've got your wins and you've got your losses, there are no asterisks that prevent you from making the playoffs. If some of your wins came against shorthanded teams, wins are wins. So especially after the very challenging stretch of the schedule where the bulls were still trying to figure out their new pieces playing on the road against the best teams in the freaking Western conference. And they were giving them fair fights and good fights in those games. And they come up a little bit short. Hey, celebrate the fact that they catch a break. And they have a stretch of games against not quite as intimidating opponents. And they take care of business. They beat Indiana convincingly. And they were up 20 most of the night against the Raptors. And yeah, as you mentioned, they kind of crept back in a little bit. The Bulls had a few empty possessions down the stretch. And, and the Raptors made it a little bit dicey. But instead of coughing up the lead and the game entirely, as the Bulls have been want to do in the past, the very recent past, They closed. And that's what matters. So I'm excited to see them try to get a fourth, a rare fourth straight win tonight. Which, by the way, Jordan, did you know my buddy Big Dave was telling me about this last night when we were hanging out on a hot mic? Zach Levine does not have a four-game winning streak in his NBA career.
0: Hmm, interesting. I'm not surprised, though. Look at the team that he's played with. Look at the games <laughs> the he's, he's played. played for. right. Um. Interesting. Empty calorie score. Not a winning player. The thing about the thing about this game, and two, I don't want to get too bogged down on the negatives because I don't know why that they made it the way that they did in that fourth quarter. But credit to the Raptors, they didn't give up, and they were playing super shorthanded too. Uh, That's something you just addressed at the top too. I don't think it's unfair to bring up. Uh, But then again, like you said. The Bulls have dealt with their fair share of having guys out, not being fully healthy and having to deal with that and going up against some of the best opponents over the last two months. I mean, this has really been the first time and we're not even fully healthy yet. Garrett Temple's still out tonight. So the Bulls haven't been healthy all year. So like you said, pick up the wins where you can. Catch the breaks when you can, and things are finally falling the Bulls' way a little bit. So, last night's game was awesome, though, man. I, I was thoroughly, thoroughly impressed with the bench for wa- watching Kobe White, Lowry, Markin, and Daniel Tice come out and outscore the Raptors sixteen to three in the first quarter was awesome to see. White and Kobe white and Lowry marketing off the bench are finding their groove. And I think they're picking up a little bit of their confidence and they're needed too, man. So the bench has been all the difference. I was very, very pleased and excited with the way that they performed last night.
1: Yeah. It, you know, we've heard some interesting comments from Billy Donovan over the last few games since Lowry uh, moved to the bench and talking about Lowry and Kobe and the, the way that they have been playing well in their new roles and i think maybe donovan just kind of uh refining this ro- this rotation a little bit and and firming up this rotation settling on basically a eight and a half guy rotation with when he is available glad to see him back last night daniel tice larry and kobe are definitely in that you know three man bench rotation and then troy brown junior or maybe denzel let's hope not as sort of like the occasional minutes, ninth guy in the rotation. Consistency is always good for NBA players. We hear it all the time. If they know their role and they get used to playing that role, they thrive in that role. Obviously, it's been an adjustment for Lowry, who's been a starter his whole career. Uh, Kobe spent most of his rookie season, all but one game of his rookie season coming off the bench. So he knows um, and, and thrives in that role. And, and Donovan saying things like, you know, those two guys aren't going to be, you know, um, you know, focal points for us moving forward. It it sounded like a shot, but I don't think it really was. I think he was just explaining, hey, like I think we found something that works with this Vooch and Thad front court, and we're gonna stick with that. And look how well Lowry and Kobe are playing on the bench. So we're gonna stick with that. I mean, a- as you mentioned, another quality game from them. They combined for. 33 of the Bulls, 47 bench points dominating the Raptors bench. That was only three guys, uh, 47 to 20. The Bulls bench outscored Toronto last night. So that's big. If Lowry and Kobe can continue to give that production off the bench, this Bulls rotation is going to do a lot of good things.
0: I enjoyed watching to the different lineups that Donovan was using and he was able to do that sort of casually because the Bulls got up at a couple of different points early in the game and, Get, trying to give guys a rest. The thing that scared me a little bit was when Levine would come out of the game. And there's actually a couple points with Levine. First of all, I, I my heart sank into my stomach when I saw him roll his ankle too on that foul and that and one on the Ooh, fast on the breakaway. break. Man. Yeah, I mean that that scared the crap out of me. It was good to good to hear from him post game that he said that it, he's fine. You know, it was just one of those things. He's like, I got lucky. It's good. Good to hear. Uh, that's the last thing we need is Levine to be out. Because my second point is, if you go back and look at the Raptors and how they got back into the game, more so started late in the third quarter where they were trading buckets with the Bulls. Levine was off the floor, and they brought Kobe White and Thomas Saransky into the game for about four minutes. That's when the Bulls ended up giving up a nine-zero run. Bulls were lucky they were knocking down shots last night, but that is a little bit of a cause for concern. Is I'm. I'm watching Lowry Markin and Kobe White do well off the bench, but a lot of times that's coming with the caveat that Zach Levine's still on the floor at some extent, or they're not on the floor by themselves for long stretches of time. That was the first opportunity, at least that I can recall, since Kobe and Lowry have been moved to the bench, where it's like both of those guys are in at the same time, and all of a sudden they can't get buckets, and sure enough, our opponent's going on a nine o, ten o run. That was my only concern outside of the weirdness that happened in the fourth quarter. But I mean, truly impressed with this team and how they performed against a beat up Raptors team. I'm excited. The offense is clicking, man. It seems like guys are starting to gel and we've kind of said that all week long, but it is true. It seems like every game the guys are learning and becoming a stronger team together.
1: They're just playing smart basketball, man, and it's and it's good to see um, the turnovers have crept up a little bit. Uh, you know, they had a 20 turnover game against Indy and won in spite of that. They, they turned the ball over 16 times against Toronto and won in spite of that after the you know, uh, stretch of games where they had done a really good job and you know keeping their turnovers under 10 in consecutive games. But even still, and you hope that you continue to clean up the turnovers, it's just smart, efficient offensive basketball, man. Um, the way that Vooch and Zach are already building chemistry in the pick and roll, uh, some of the... Other ways in which Zach feels that he has an opportunity to look to create for his teammates instead of just saying, all right, well, crap, I got to score 30 plus for us to have a chance to win tonight. Um, And you saw that last night with his 13 assists, one off of his career high. It was awesome seeing Zach sling all these beautiful passes, bounce passes, skip passes, cross court passes, you know, two beautiful lobs to a rolling Daniel Tice who was rattling the rims. It's awesome to see the Bulls just playing smooth NBA level offense after we didn't see anything like that for years. It's so incredible what adding a second all-star caliber offensive player in Vooch has done for this team's offense. Uh, and not just you know taking burden off of Zach's shoulders, but opening up opportunities for Sato to thrive in his role. I love this stretch of games we're seeing from Sato right now. It's great. He's just a, a Swiss Army Knife player who's smart, makes the right reads, knocks down his threes, makes great passes, and P-Dub's getting opportunities as well. And then talk about the, the Bulls' increased effort on the defensive end recently large thanks to, to Tice and to Troy Brown jr. Who got some good run in this game against Toronto. The bulls still are not a very defensively talented team, but man, they added some defensive talent. And I feel like the arrival and the play of Tice and Brown has become infectious. I mean, like, did you, you mentioned the, the Zach rolling of the ankle, which was scary, but th- that play started from Zach, you know, jumping into a passing lane and getting himself a steal. People are getting involved on the defensive end. They're locked in on the
0: defensive end a lot more. And that's been good to see, too. I want to talk a little bit about one of the things that I noticed, which I loved. is the fact that Thaddeus Young, he was pissed. He was pissed in that first half. He was not getting foul calls. Zach wasn't getting foul calls. He was getting frustrated. And then Zach got a stupid technical. It was... Such a pointless technical because there was three straight possessions when Zach got teed up right before half where the Bulls clearly went to the rim. Three guys are absolutely mauling Thad and Zach and both times Bulls can't get a call. It's been the same thing over and over all year long. That frustrated me, but I'm glad, you know, screw the tech. I don't care. I don't care if they get a free free throw. I'm glad that Zach is being vocal, and I'm glad that Thad is being vocal as well, because th- those guys deserve calls. And when you're getting mauled by three dudes at the rim, and your layup rims out, and all of a sudden three possessions later they're on a nine-zero scoring run, get the tech, be vocal, make your presence known. And I'm glad Zach is doing that more. We saw a little bit of glimpses of that last year when he's trying to draw fouls. You hear, you know, you hear him scream out. That's one of the key signs. Guys try to grab refs attention by screaming out yelling after they make the play that's something that we saw more from Zach Levine last year I'm glad that he's frustrated to the point where it's boiling over and it's time to chirp at some refs if you're not getting calls so it seemed like things trended the right way for the Bulls at the end of the game but you could clearly see Zach and Thad were frustrated they weren't getting calls and it was starting to tip the scales of this game you know the Bulls were up 14-12 at that point but still like I'm frustrated the entire season, Zach not at getting calls and it's an extension from last year too. Uh, But I'm glad that they were been vocal, man.
1: It's uh, it's good to see them. You know, I think Donovan got a tech in the Indiana game. Uh, You mentioned Zach picking up a tech Vooch clearly was having some words as was Thad with the refs last night. Clearly this Bulls team has not, you know, gotten any kind of respect from NBA refs yet. And you know, we, we've griped about Zach, an all-star caliber player who just drives and creates contact all the time and maybe actually gets the call one out of every five. Um, but yeah, as a team, it seems like they've been maybe getting a little bit of a short end of the stick. Uh, you know, you get respect from winning and you get respect from being the, the great superstar players in the league. The Bulls aren't either of those things yet. So hopefully as the Bulls continue to legitimize themselves, that trend will change. Uh, more on the game in just a minute, Jordan. But wanted to take a break to tell our listeners about Built Bar. You guys know that we've been uh chucking these built bar rees at you for a long time now, and they, they are truly delicious. I've already got my workout in for the day, so as soon as this podcast is over, it's weekend time, it's Bulls basketball on a Friday night. But you know, I had myself a built bar after my workout today, and it's not just built bars. If you go to builtbar.com, you'll see all of their other awesome products. There's built boost, immune defense. Uh, they've they've got the built go, the protein gel packets that are also really great. And recently, they just introduced yet another new product, built broth. That's right, in chicken bone and beef bone flavors. You can now get built. Broth. Enjoy the savory goodness and health benefits of chicken bone broth and beef bone broth. Each serving provides 10 grams of collagen protein with only 50 calories. Collagen is fast absorbing and promotes healthy hair, nails, skin, and joints. Keto and paleo friendly, non GMO, gluten free, just how nature intended it. So get yourself some built bars and get yourself some of this new built. Broth, I got to try this out, Jordan. This looks awesome. So head on over to Billpar.com and be sure to use that promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15LOCKED15 LOCKED15 for 15% off at Billpar.com.
0: Lowry Markkinen's been really good off the bench, and so is Kobe White. Just since Ooh. they've made that move, man, Lowry Markkinen's averaging 12 and a half points on 56.1% from the field. He's shooting 36. He was 8 of 10 last night, Jordan. He's shooting 36.8% in those five games, and he's actually attacking the glass, so I'm wondering if the reduction in his role a little bit has not only helped his confidence, but still thinking about him as a young player, and same thing with Kobe. Uh, like Everybody's screaming for Kobe to start last year. I totally understand why, but we got a good glimpse into seeing what the struggles are. I would have wondered what that would have been like last year under Boylan. And I'm not saying Kobe can't start, but the pressure that's on some of these young guys to develop and also learn how to win and also be big roles on your team, huge expectations for both of these guys. So I think having Vooch, having Thad, having Zach there now alleviates some of that pressure. And they're allowed to come off the bench and do what they're best at. Both of those guys, their best skill is scoring. And they're being able to do that, just that. And they're helping chip in other ways. The only thing I've got to nag Kobe for is, dude, stop with fouling the jump shooters. Stop the jump shooting fouls, man. I mean, he had two great plays where I think he scored back-to-back threes in the first half. And then he ruined it. Then he ruined it by fouling a guy and causing a three-point play. So, gotta clean that up. But I love what I'm seeing from Kobe and marking it off the bench. It's great, man.
1: Um... You know, it it is kind of torture in a way to see Lowry in particular play this well after believing in him all those years and then finally, recently, jumping ship and being like, all right, well, I don't think Lowry's going to be around long-term. Got Vooch in his trade. Lowry can't stay healthy. He's never been consistent. And so, you know, I've been emotionally and mentally preparing myself and distancing myself. So, of course... Lowry's playing like this. And you think, why can't he play like this in a starting role for 30-plus minutes a night? Why can't he do that? And it's it's infuriating. And maybe it's the, you know, hey, he got kicked in the ass a little bit. Wake up. You were basically given, not given, but more or less given, a starting role from, from your rookie year. And at times you earned that role and at times you didn't. And this season, judging how things were going, even before the trade, and then certainly in the sample size after the trade, not in the team's best interest for them to be starting this kid. So, I mean, I don't think it changes anything as far as where I am where I am in the evaluation of Lowry and his future or lack of future with the Bulls. It's nice to see him contributing these quality minutes off the bench. And as you said, not just quality minutes, but the efficiency at which he's scoring and the variety of ways in which he's scoring. We're seeing the whole offensive Lowry package right now. Not just the spot-up shooter. He was 2 of 4 from downtown on Thursday night. Good, great for him. But he also was 8 of 10 overall from the field. So he got 6 of his buckets inside. We saw a running jump hook through the lane. We saw him backing down guys in the post. We saw him fly into the rim on a nice little give and go where he actually set a good screen and rolled in for a thunderous dunk. All these things that we have seen evidence of Lowry being capable of doing at tiny little specks over the timeline of his NBA career. He showed all of it last night in like 20 minutes off the bench. And it's like, okay, great. That that's a really solid bench piece to have for the back half of this season. I, I still don't think that he's gonna get paid twenty million by this new front office. It's just it's I'm I'm baffled by what we saw from him last night, man. I I, I have given up trying to figure out Lowry Markinen.
0: I promise you don't have to ride the roller coaster. I I seriously you don't. Like people you can car compartmentalize this, right? that Lowry Markkinen is playing well and helping the Bulls win games, but also at the same time, it doesn't make you change your feelings about what he might be long-term to this team. I think that's okay. And I think fans should be able to, to, to think that way because that's sort of how I feel too. It's like there's a lot of context going around to what his circumstance is going to be long-term. It's just nice to see him do the one thing that we wanted to. And it's funny, you brought up his shot selection and where he's taking shots. Since he's been coming off the bench, Matt, his, his three-point attempt rate went from damn near 80% of his shots were coming from three to now over these five games, again, small sample size, but only 33% of his shots are coming from three. So the three-point attempt rate is down. He's trying to mix things up. And you know who I will give credit to? Actually, give two give two people credit for this. Same thing with Kobe White and why he's been better recently. Zach's emphasis to get both of these guys going early, and you saw that last night, and that's part of the reason why the bench was so great, is Zach, Thad, Vooch all made it an emphasis on getting their bench scores going, building some confidence up, and it helped. The Bulls needed every one of those points to win that game last night. I say that also wondering, okay, what does this look like three weeks from now, when he continues to play that role? Teams start to... Adjust to that. And they start to adjust his role off the bench. How does he adjust? And how does his numbers look? I'm glad that he's trying new things, and I give credit to Billy Donovan for challenging him and Kobe White, no matter their circumstances long term, man.
1: Yeah. It's it's nice to see them playing well, man. It's maybe not what the fan base envisioned for these two players. Certainly not what I envisioned for Lowry after his rookie year. But you can still enjoy the quality of play for what it is. And hopefully we'll, we'll continue to see more of it. Um, and, and, you know, see more of it tonight against Atlanta. I just, um, it, it's a, a hard realization to face that two guys who were um, two of your number seven overall picks when you had three straight in back to back to back drafts. And you're thinking, all right, well, we traded away Jimmy. So the pieces we got in the Jimmy trade, which not only, of course, Zach Levine and Chris Dunn, who's gone, but Lowry was a part of that. And then being bad and the you know incoming pick from being bad, that was what you were going to use to rebuild. And the fact that Lowry looks like he could be gone and Kobe looks like... Hey, a solid piece, a quality bench scorer, but maybe not a starter in the league. Certainly not yet. Not a franchise-changing talent. To see these guys playing off the bench is, I'm sure, hard for a lot of Bulls fans because it's not what they envisioned and wanted for these two guys. But things Zach Levine though. talks about it. Billy Donovan talks about it. AK and Eversley mentioned it when they came in. Winning solves everything. Lowry and Kobe are being good soldiers right now, saying all the right things. And if this team continues to win games with them playing bench roles instead of in the starting lineup,
0: then nobody can complain about anything. Circumstances have changed too since drafting Lowry four years ago from drafting Kobe White Even a couple of seasons ago. Things have changed. The mentality has changed. The strategy has changed. The vision for this team has changed. Whether the Bulls see themselves over the next five years competing for an NBA championship, we don't know. A lot of people would have big doubts about that. But the one thing that we can know for sure is the Bulls are trying to win right now. Emphasis on winning. And that was made a few weeks ago by the moves that they made. So that, to me, I don't think fans have to necessarily dwell on what could have been. I wish this would have been for these guys. The Bulls need, regardless if if Lowry's here, but more more importantly for Kobe, they need him to develop but also be an impactful part of this team and find your role— that's the most important part because things have changed, and I think that's okay. Kobe's still young, man. Too, we still I'm still saying like have some patience. Same thing with Lowry. Even if he doesn't stay here, just have some patience. Still, dude's only 23. Kobe White's only 21. Uh, speaking of Kobe White, though, Matt, I want to play you something before we get out of here for the weekend because it does mention Kobe White. Mentions this Bulls team and it's a NBA superstar talking about the Chicago Bulls in a way that I was. Pretty surprised by. Before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action the NBA, the NHL, golf. Bet on anything you want. There's a ton of different selections for the NBA every single night. There's a full slate of games tonight. So you're going to want to head over to Bet Online and make sure you sign up for a free account today. Bet Online has you covered for all the news scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use the promo code LOCKED ON and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. You want to deposit $100, they're going to give you $50 for free. You want to deposit $500, they're going to give you $250 for free. So make sure you use our promo code LOCKED ON when you go to betonline.ag. Once again, betonline, your online sportsbook experts. All right, let me just play this for you. So this came from Twitter Spaces. And that sounds like some bizarre app. I mean, no, I'm serious. It came from Twitter. Think Twitter of it brought back MySpace. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, Think of are it you like, even old enough to know what MySpace is, Jordan? Oh yes, yes, yes. I okay. am like on that fringe of turning to where social media was on the rise right when I was an early teenager. So I definitely had a MySpace. Um, the this Twitter Spaces is, is like a lot like our locker room sessions, and locker rooms awesome. Go download the app because we are going to do a locker room again next week. But it's Twitter's version of locker room. Long story short, Kevin Durant was joining a handful of different NBA influencers, people who cover the league, just to have a conversation, and uh, this popped up too, unsurprisingly. So let's uh, let's take a listen to Kevin Durant talking about the Bulls. Vooch is nice too, like like you said, Vooch is nice. You think that's a good pairing to like kind of get a foundation set up with? Oh uh, Yeah <laughs> What you think <laughs> Zach is like As pretty as Kyrie's game is Zach is kind of like that yes, His game man. is th- That version of like The 6'8 guy Like his game is ridiculous Bro When you
1: got Guys like Them three Cause them two I'm sorry I mean shit I wanna throw Kobe
0: White In there too Kobe is
1: nice like, Cause I feel like He a part of their future Like he gonna be the guy That's the point point. And you got three guys That can get it From three levels On the court I don't give a fuck. What else you got? You got something with that? That two all stars at that. Another guy who can who 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 a wild card right now, but can go off crazy and get you thirty. You know any given night when you got that on your team, yo, that's a great start.
0: My first reaction was, "Holy shit!" That was not what I was expecting him to be talking about. First of all, because it was very vague the tweet that I saw. Uh, But I mean, man, we were just talking about adding a third star to this team last week, and how surprising it is, and. how posited it is to finally be in those conversations after so many years. To hear Kevin Durant talk about that, I don't know if he's trolling Bulls fans by like, yeah, your team's really good. Yeah, Keep it the way it is so I can win a couple championships over the next three years while I'm still under contract. I don't know if it's that or if it's a pure love for, for what the Bulls are putting together so far, but clearly he's got respect for what AK Mark Eversley's put together. Clearly he's got respect for Zach Levine's game. I was most shocked by hearing him say Kobe White, though. I was too, man.
1: I did not anticipate that at all. I, I mean, Kevin Durant's well, yeah, duh, kind of response to hey, how about Zach and Vooch? I, I don't think he was trolling. I think he was, you know, reacting honestly in that yeah, a pairing of two all stars, one who's a dominant big man who's averaging you know twenty five and twelve, and who can you know just dominate inside, and also at six, you know, six plus clip uh, attempts per game behind the three point line is shooting. 40% this season adding that arse- element to his offensive arsenal and we're seeing just a wildly dominant and efficient Zach Levine who could score at all three levels yeah of course Kevin Durant looks at that pairing and says yeah that's that's a damn good pairing I think Kevin Durant would be a fool not to think so the Kobe thing definitely caught me off guard Um, and, and you know who knows maybe Kevin Durant in uh, a couple... Uh, well, I mean, I'm just thinking back to Kevin Durant's Achilles.
0: Like, has he even played against Colby White? Um, I'd have to go back and look at the games. I don't think so. I don't think so. Because when the Bulls played the Nets... He, he,
1: so he, he basically just redshirted his first entire year with Brooklyn last year, right? That's what happened? Correct. And Brooklyn, this season, we just played them... Once Sunday, he wasn't playing. He's he he hasn't been playing. I don't they I don't played. think he's even played against Kobe. But who knows? Maybe he like watched a Bulls game. I don't know how or when. I mean, I guess you know a, a lot of NBA players probably have NBA league pass, or maybe just saw some Kobe highlights. Maybe he watched a play at UNC, and look towards the end of the pre bubble part of last season before everything s- shut down, we all saw what Kobe did. Whether it was you know, coming off the bench or that one game starting, he, you know, rattled off that series of games where, as, you know, Katie mentioned, that dude could score 30-plus. That dude could just go out and score 30-plus if he wants to. So, you know, yes, surprising to hear him say that about Kobe, but at the same time, Kobe has shown people, even in
0: in his rookie year, that he can be a special scorer. It's positive reinforcement from top names, top players in the league, and that's exactly what you want to hear, especially for anybody that might have a little bit of doubt about what Kobe could potentially be, just like what we were talking about for the last 10 minutes or so. I think it's positive reinforcement on that, and yeah, again, circumstance matters, and Bulls fans who've been listening to us this entire season understand that, have been listening to us the last couple of years. If you're an NBA fan who's just checking in on us may not know all the context around Kobe White, and that's okay. Bottom line comes down to he can, like you were saying, he can he can score at will. He's only twenty one; he's still developing. I'm excited that he said that, though. Uh, I saw some people saying though, uh, d- yep, this means Kevin Durant. summer of 2022. Kevin Durant to the Bulls. What say you? That's c- Zach would be a free agent if they don't get a deal done. Vooch, I believe, is under contract for one more year. Durant's got a player option for forty-two million with the Nets. I think that is a dis- he's going to have to make a decision there because I think James Harden's contract lines up, and same thing with Kyrie Irving's. So if they win a championship there, maybe if they don't after three years, could see him moving on both ways. Favorable for the Bulls in a couple of years to be legit players.
1: Yeah, I saw some Bulls fans who were you know posting that picture of KD rocking his Tony Kukoc coach jersey.
0: It's like oh, it's happening! It's happening! Yeah, he I mean, rocked the Sox hat, too, when he was with the Warriors.
1: Yep, yep, yep. I remember that. Like, obviously, it would be cool. Even in the... Not... not Like, you know, Katie's not close to Twilight part of his career yet. Like, he's only what? He's like 32, 33, something like that? He is 32. Yeah. But yeah. consider the injuries, so too. even if... For whatever reason, like maybe he wins a championship with Brooklyn, maybe he and Kyrie and KD uh, and Harden decide that they, they don't like each other and they want to go somewhere else. Um, you know, after a, c- a couple of years, I mean, unlike a certain player whose name I don't even like saying, used to play for Miami, who had a you know, Chicago pre retirement tour season, I would welcome. A mid-30s Kevin Durant To Chicago Like dude fuck it, why not The guy's gonna go down as probably one of the 10 best players of all time Dude
0: before he had yeah, to sit out I, for, Before he had to sit out for For COVID the COVID restrictions He was in legitimate, legitimate Conversations for MVP this year He's been playing yeah, insane balling. So yes balling, dude. 100% I would like a, a 33 Going on 34 year old Kevin Durant To still join Vooch and Levine That's my pipe dream I'm down for it. If we want to start having those conversations over the next two years, because they're going to come fast and furious. That's going to be it into existence. Let's do it. Uh, let's do it. And let's not piss him off over the next couple of years, Bulls fans. Uh, let's positive hype for Kevin Durant. Keep posting those photoshops in a Bulls jersey. Let's, uh, l- let's start that train early. Um, but yeah, again, just awesome to hear. Think about just where we were a year ago. Uh, how NBA players saw the Bulls franchise, how they saw this team, just everything. It was all it was all negative. It was all, let's bash the Bulls when we're in the national spotlight. It's just refreshing to hear some positivity out of them, and cool to hear Zach getting some credit, Booch getting some credit, and even the young guy, Kobe White. Just even being talked
1: about by names like Kevin Durant. Uh, you know, not just the talking heads of NBA media, but it's nice to see them turning heads and reacting to the bulls, making a big move like this to get Vooch and, and Zach earning his first all-star season. But when the players themselves, superstar players are having conversations about what's going on in Chicago right now, man, there is nothing bad about that.
0: Give us your thoughts, 331-979-1369. Drop your text, your voicemails, anything you got for us over the weekend. You want to react to some of the games that are going on. You want to react to tonight's game or Sundays. You can do that before, after. Give us your thoughts on anything we talked about this week. You want to have a discussion about lottery marketing, Kobe White coming off the bench. Anything you got for us, 331-979-1369. We're on Twitter, at Jordan C. Malley, at Bulls underscore Peck, and at Bulls For Matt Peck, I'm Jordan Malley. Bulls Nation, have a wonderful weekend. Be back Monday with a fresh episode. For Jordan and Matt, we are out deuces. Locked on Bulls, a show for the most passionate fan base in the NBA. Hosts Jordan Malley and Matt Peck dive into the best Bulls news and stories around the NBA. For more content and to stay up to date, head over to LockedOnBulls.com.
1: Thanks a lot.